I haven't seen you in the longest time, no? Um, I can't even remember when was the last time I saw you. I think it, it was, was Sam's uh, Sam's lunch. Sam's going Sam's away, lunch. yeah. And that was, what, 2019? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you in Manila or are you in Cebu? No, I'm in Cebu. I've been, I haven't been to Manila since March 2020, I think. For Shimbi's oh. sister's wedding. And then after that. Ah, okay. Oh my god, if you're here, we should meet. What the hell? <laughs> I haven't been to the city since July, I think. Ever since the whole Delta thing. Oh, I see. But you're vaccinated now. Yeah, fully vaccinated. You oh, also, okay. right? You also. Yeah, fully vaccinated also. Wait, I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, we should meet. Girl, if you're here, just come through. I, I, I live near Ayala, so if you're ever in Ayala, just let yeah, me know. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just let me know. I'm just here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wait, so thanks for saying yes to guesting on actually... podcast. <laughs> I'm actually happy that you're doing this, okay? I'm, yeah, I'm accepting some speaking engagements so this is good it's good practice and I also wanted to catch up with you so thank you for having me (laughs) I really wanted you to be the first one really why me oh my gosh (laughs) I think because you know me I mean you've seen me before and then you see me now although we don't really get to catch up a lot but if I have like if I have a problem or something I always like Hi, what do I do? What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get low maintenance friends. Yeah. So my <laughs> question is, like, I'm super amazed because you know that I'm very hesitant with a lot of things, right? And then I've asked you so many times, like, what made you decide to move out? Like, live on your own, live independently. I, oh. I told you before that I don't think I can ever do what you're doing now. Yeah, are you still with your living with your parents right now? Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Um, I don't. Uh, this I moved out. When did I move out? Twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, something like that. What made me decide is, you know, you know how I am. I I will always do what I like to do, and you can't tell me no because I will always end up doing it. <laughs> I think it was when I was um home very late and then my dad would always be worried about me and that kind of made me feel uncomfortable living with him because I don't want him to worry about me I'm a grown ass woman so I should be able to go out when I want I was already what 22 21 and then for a parent to tell me like oh you can't do this even when you know I know I'm safe I know I'm with um uh safe people and so it was then that I decided like, you know what, I, I, I feel bad that I'm making him feel uncomfortable. And I also thought that I was in a position already where I could be independent, where I was already, you know, when I graduated, they weren't really giving me allowance anymore. So I was living off on my own. I lived in the, the same house, but then I was already very independent. So I, I just thought like, it doesn't make sense for me to live here anymore. And I don't want you to worry. So that's why I moved out. And the funny thing about it is when I moved out, we didn't really have the talk talk. My parents are not the type that let's sit down and process and talk about this. <laughs> They're not the type to do that. So I just, 
um, I just told them, okay. Um, because I was in a point where I didn't want to ask permission anymore. So I was, okay, this is, I found a place. This is where I live. And on this date, I'm going to move out. And so I just took all my things and move out. And then they had no choice, I guess, but to accept it. But it was very awkward with my dad. Because, you know, I'm very close to him. It was very awkward the first few weeks. But it's by far the best decision I've ever made. And I don't think I regret that decision. So was it mm-hmm. like because of the lifestyle change that made you decide to definitely yeah because I feel I felt like living with them made it limiting for me to do what I wanted and and I've always been you know always been the type of person to do what I want and then and I'm and in that way I'm, I've always been unstoppable <laughs> I think you can't tell me what to do so I I, I did my own thing sorry uh... I don't think I can, I don't think I'm in that headspace yet. But among yeah. all of us, you're, you've always been the most independent with a lot of things, <laughs> even before. And then now, wait, now I can only sort of live independently when I go to Manila. And then that's only like 14 days maximum. But that's not even, I don't think it's living independently. I think it's only to some extent because I always have, my best friends, like, I invite them for a sleepover or I sleep over at their place. Yeah. And then yeah. in the daytime, Mark always stays with me, like, the entire time. And then he does everything else, the cooking, everything else. So I don't think it's really living independently. So, like, how do you do it? Like, have you ever felt, like, when all of them leave or when I go back to the place I'm staying, I feel like it's hollow or something is missing. Have you ever felt that way? Like, I think you've always been having the time of your life and you're <laughs> Oh my gosh. Of course not. I mean, you know, I, throughout college, I lived with my dad and I've always, I think for us, for our culture, it also goes back to that. We're always used to like, oh, we're going to live with our parents until we get married and like have another family. Right. So it's, 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 it's hard to wrap your head around it during the first few weeks. I can tell you that during the first week or first night, when I moved out, I cried because I was like, oh, my dad, he's alone. Like, what if he needs me? What if something happens and he's going to need me? But then, you know, yeah, yeah, I did. I cried because, you know, um, there is that form of attachment. But I also thought that in the grander scheme of things, it was the best thing to do for me and, and for them. Because, um, oh, I remember when I asked you, like, guys, how did you do it? Don't you ever feel guilty or something? And then you're like, of course you do feel guilty, but I think I have to do it for myself. And then I asked you, what if something happens and you're not there? And then you said, even if even if I'm there, something could always happen. And the question is, could I do something if something would happen? So it's just yeah, kind of- yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, don't pressure yourself into doing it. You, you have to be, you know, there's there's a lot of variables that you have to consider when you're moving out. It's not just that. And I think that one is just, you know, it's just in our in our head. Um, that's something you can always get around in. And I, I, I felt, also felt like when I moved out, my interaction with my family has been a lot more meaningful. Oh. So, because yeah, because when I was living with my dad, I would see him every day, but we rarely talked. 
Like we would wake up, have breakfast, go to work, and then come home, have dinner, and then go to sleep. So we weren't really talking anymore. But then now, whenever I see them, it's always like, oh, pa, how are you? I miss oh, you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and so, and so I, could, I could spend time with them, and it would be a lot, a lot more meaningful. Um, so it, it, that, that distance that I have with my parents right now really made us a lot, a lot closer. I, I, I think it's always something new because it's not, not it's not the norm in Philippine setting to move out and you moved out so young I think just a few <laughs> few years after you graduated and then you've been doing a lot of things since you finished school like I can't <laughs> even catch up anymore and then you're like you have a lot of things on your plate. You have, I'm not sure anymore how many businesses you own, how many things you manage. And then you, what do you call this? You feel like you make time management so freaking easy. You wake up so early, you have breakfast, and then you even have time to work out. I I ask you this every time, but how do you actually do it? Were there times when... Oh, I don't want to do this today. Can I just like not do it today? Or do you always have that certain discipline that I have to do this or you know, things like that? <laughs> it's actually funny that you asked that because right now I'm I'm realizing more that I need to take breaks and I need to schedule um time for me because before I would always be like, oh, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, because you want this to happen now. But then I realized it's very counterintuitive because I you end up getting burnt out. Like before, I would wake up at 5 and my days would go until 10 because I would work from like 7 until 5 and then go to school from 5 until 9. And then from 9 until, until like 11, I would be studying and I would like do, do things for work or whatever. I always thought that hustling was the way to do it just just go keep doing it don't don't overthink it just keep doing it and and at some point it'll be worth it but then now it's just um it's not reasonable anymore um uh you could you could do all those things but at the end of the day if you're burnt out you're not being as productive as you are when you're you know in a state where everything's comfortable your mind is clear you're actually a lot a lot more productive but then there are days where I could I could work for like two weeks straight, and then days where I'm like, you know what? Can I curse? Fuck this! I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the take the day off and do something that I love. So it's it's really a game of give and take. You really have to um uh do what you see that what do what you have to do, but then also um, give yourself the space to relax and find time to process and. And so that you're you're a lot more productive. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, you were yeah. one of the very few people who, because I always ask you like, "Hi, what do you do? Like, how do you find the motivation or the inspiration to work out every single day?" And then you said, "Be, you know what? It's not inspiration. It's discipline. <laughs> you can do a lot of things." Yeah, it's discipline. You just have to wake up and just do it because or else if you're not going to do it it's I know it's going to ruin my day if I don't work out so and also you also have to take care of your body because your body 
um, it, it's, it's what's going to get you through the day. It's, it's not inspiration, motivation. It's really overrated. You just have to go and do it and just have the discipline to do it or else it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're one of the very few disciplined people I know, like within our age range. <laughs> that sense. Like you're the only, you're one of the very few I know who like gets her shit together almost all the time. Were there times that you get lazy or? Yesterday, actually, I was so, there are times really when I'm like, you know what, you've worked so hard, you deserve a day off. So that's why you will, you'll see me like, oh, I'm, I'm at the beach. But then I think it's just my personality also. Um, so even if oh, I'm at the beach, I'm, I'm responding to emails, I'm responding to clients. Yeah. So you really have to, you know, find a balance, but you can't be just like, oh, because she's doing this, I also have to be that productive. I think it's very important to understand who you are and what you want to do. If you're the type of person who's just comfortable with, okay, this is, this is the work that I want to do today. But then after that, I, I want to relax. It's, it's all about understanding what you want and what you're capable of doing because we're not all the same. We're not, you know, we're not cut from the same cookie cutter or, um, so it's important to understand what you're all about. I think that's very important. Did it like did the quarantine thing help you with all the like I have to take a step back mindset? Because before the quarantine, you were like everywhere. Sure. <laughs> um, very funny thing about the quarantine, I guess. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but remember when when Labelia um uh did the executive order where you weren't allowed to go out. And then I, you know, I'm always everywhere. I'm never, yeah, it's so hard for me to stay home. Yeah. So when he was like, oh, no one can go out. You can only go out to do groceries. I had a total meltdown. I was like, what? <laughs> I can't go do salsa anymore. I can't go meet clients anymore. Um, and that experience or that happening really, I was, I went on for a week without talking to my friends because I was really, like, what am I going to do with myself? Like, what? So the pandemic really taught me how to be comfortable in my own company. Um, so it taught me how to plan and schedule things when you're just, because, you know, when you're just at home, you have the liberty of like, oh, I'll just watch a movie maybe, or I'll just yeah. do this yeah. movie. So the pandemic really helped me create a lot more structure in my life and schedule a lot more, um, which has helped me now that things are opening back up again. So when, when I have like a day off, I'm not just, you know, um, doing this, but I also make time to be like a little bit more productive. So I think the pandemic really helped me structure my days and be comfortable with just being with me. Like Heidi, it's okay. If you watch a movie by yourself, you don't have to be with people all the time or like have a glass of wine by yourself. You don't have to drink with people all the time. So that. That really, really helped. Like the, the time off really helped. It made me understand who I am and what I wanted. Um, I think that was the best takeaway of the pandemic, even if it's still really bad right now. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I can't really, I can only understand up to some extent because I think you've noticed that I've become an introvert. 
in a way. Yeah, and like, I before, we were always out every Friday or every Thursday because we didn't have Friday classes. So we were out every Thursday night. And then it was just us all the time. And then I even if I lived like so far away from the city, I would always go to the city so I can hang out with you guys. And then now yeah. I'm like the exact opposite where I'm just a homebody all the time. So I think I'm not sure, but the I think it was, well, it's bad to say perfect timing because oh, the pandemic is not the perfect timing for anyone. <laughs> but I think it helped that I'm already in the headspace that I can enjoy just being by myself. Unlike before, right? Like, I would text, Hi, Jora, yeah. can you have lunch with me? Yeah. Bell is, like, yeah. in class or so like that. And I can't really be by myself before and then now. So I think I can understand you, but I was never as extroverted as you anyway. So yeah. <laughs> I, was extroverted, I was extroverted, but only with the same group of the people. The same crowd, the same yeah. people. Yeah, I understand. Oh, my God, college. You were out every weekend, literally yeah. every weekend. <laughs> Even, like, I remember that our barcada was always studying out, but then there was drinking, and then there was pizza, and a lot of things like that. So, yeah. like, it's just so nice to see that everyone, I think everyone, has already moved on from that phase. Although <laughs> it was really nice, but, you know, things are different now. Yeah, I, I think we just all um, grew up. Yeah. <laughs> And became a lot, a lot more mature. But, you know, I'm thankful that we did that at that age. Because now we're just over it. Now it's just, you know, it's, we don't drink just to drink. We drink because it's, it's a lot more meaningful. We enjoy it with friends. You know, it wasn't like, oh, let's drink all of this. Now it's more like, oh, I want to drink this because it's, it's good. It's not because I want to get drunk, but because I want to have a good, like spend a good, a good time with my group of friends. You know, your life still fascinates me. Like, ever since you graduated, you were like, again, you're doing a lot of things all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're traveling, and then you're doing a lot of business meetings. Like, I mean, Heidi before was has always been a go-getter, but now you're, yeah. like, you're like a real-life girl boss. Like, you're the... <laughs> Oh my god. I swear. Very far from here, I hope. <laughs> you're like the kind of girl boss you just see on movies. <laughs> I, I think it's been a, a combination of luck and just seizing every opportunity that I can get my hands on. So like uh, oh sorry, Sega, go ahead. Go, go on, go on, go on. Speaking of that. Have you ever like felt like you made a very bad career decision or has everything always been the way you planned? So. You know, the funny thing is I never planned for anything, for any of this to happen. You know how it was, right? In college, yeah, it was like, after, oh, not- law school after. and then- Yeah, law school after. And then, you know, a lot of things happened to me that it just, it just made sense. Um, I always thought I was going to work for government or um, just be a lawyer, but yeah. every, like, all of the things that happened to me all led to me starting a business. So it was um, when we graduated, my first job was working for a consulting company that focused on businesses of different industries. And then my second job was another consulting company. 
Um, and then when I left that job, I was supposed to um, manage another consulting company. <laughs> but then this friend of mine, um, I, w- I was about to accept the job, but then this friend of mine was like, oh, why would you, the, so the job was like managerial. And he, and he was like, why would you manage another people's business? Why don't you start your own business? And that was the the point for me where I was like, you're absolutely like it, it got me thinking and then the next day um what happened was my boss had had um he made me do this project wherein the company had got like it was a it was a project that was like it took me two days to create and then they got like 300k to do that project and and then every month I was just like how many instances has this happened where the company is earning a lot more than what I am receiving. So I'm only making them rich. Like, and it's like something that I could do myself. And that was the, all of that was a eureka moment where I was like, you know what? All of this is just, I'm going to resign and do my own thing. Just do my own thing. So you weren't weren't really hesitant. Like this is going to take a lot of time, money, (laughs) a lot of effort to start from scratch. No, I was, I, I don't recall being hesitant. I was just like, you know what? This makes sense. Let's do it. I'm always like that. You know what? This oh, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, let's, yeah, do yeah. It. Uh, let's, let's um, do everything that we can to make this work. So, <laughs> and the rest was history. The rest was history. Now, yeah, it's, it's been going good. It's been, despite the pandemic, I'm actually thankful that despite the pandemic, everything is still working. <laughs> it, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but I've never really pegged you as the businesswoman because I've always thought Heidi's going to be a badass lawyer. And yeah, right? right? Yeah. Right? I, 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 I didn't think I was entrepreneurial until I started working because when I was working, I would try, like I was hired as a legal assistant first. And then, you know, the company was a startup and then we didn't have a marketing team and I was, I was part of the pioneering and then we were like still like, oh my God, we don't have clients anymore. Like, how are they going to pay us? So we also had to do that part. Yeah. So I was like, okay, here's the problem. Um, So I basically, I didn't even volunteer myself. I was like, okay, let's post on social media. I basically revamped their whole social media. And then they hired a marketing officer who didn't have any experience. And then I was, and that person for some reason was also under me. So it's like, oh my God, I'm responsible for this person. So like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I don't know. Marketing, marketing is not my thing. And so I was just like, okay, let's just, um, um, I'll figure this out. I'll make a plan. I'll, I'll structure her day. And so I was like, oh, just call companies, figure out how we can network. And it just, you know, it just happened naturally. And it wasn't like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to do this. It's just everything that's been happening in, in my life has led me to, you you can do this. This is what you were meant to do. <laughs> oh wow. Wait, yeah. question. Has it like because all of a sudden, right? Everything was yeah, like, a lot of things are under your plate. So has it ever like somehow messed with your mental health? Or not really? Yeah, it has. Um, especially lately, because you know, the Although we were doing well during the pandemic, because I have so much on my plate, especially now that I'm, I'm back in law school, 
um a lot of it is just i'm back yeah i'm gonna i'm back and i'm gonna finish it um sometimes it gets very overwhelming and sometimes i feel like uh i'm lost even if this is crazy right like i have a lot of things going on but sometimes i feel like i'm lost i feel like is this really what i'm meant to be doing i think it was when i was doing law school and 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 business at the same time and when work there was there's a lot of work that needed to be done and then there was school that really needed my attention and at the end of the day i was like oh did, do i really do i really want to be a lawyer do i really want to do this because it's like i say law school is a jealous mistress so you really have to give it a lot of attention and it was then that i realized oh you know what maybe i don't want this and so oh. Yeah, maybe I don't want this. And so I decided to take a year, three semesters off just to understand what I want. Because it, it at that point, you know, I would go to class and not pay attention. I, and, 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 you know, it's an investment. It's not you. It's just not you. It's just not me, right? <laughs> exactly. Just go to class, not pay attention. We'll take an exam. That I don't care how much grade how grade I get. It was it was at that point where not you know what you again, yeah. It's not me again. <laughs> um, I was like, you know what? This is I'm wasting my time. If I continue doing this in the same mindset, it's not gonna work because I'm 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 doing this for all the wrong reasons. And and um, so I carried on, and 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 a year later, I was um. I realized like, oh, I actually miss going to school. <laughs> you have a lot of things and then you were taking masters and then now you're back to law school and then with your yeah. business. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I actually miss going to law school. And then the good thing about now is I you, I notice a difference. It's it's I go to class and I actually enjoy oh. um, learning and reading. So I think the takeaway from that one is, you know, don't force yourself <laughs> oh. into doing things that doesn't feel right i feel like if, at our age we're at a point where we should fail a lot and learn a lot about what we want because i feel like we're just going through the motions yeah. and just not like for example my dad has been like you're gonna be a lawyer even when i was like oh. you're gonna be a lawyer and that has always been in a, well, yeah. you know it's like indoctrination that has always been but then you don't really you don't really get to think about what you want, what makes you happy. You're always like thinking about, okay, what, what is, what will make my parents happy? What will make my friends happy? What will make everyone else happy? You're never like, oh, what's going to make me happy? What is something that I really, really enjoy doing that makes me feel fulfilled? And I think that, that break from law school really helped me understand that. Oh, <laughs> I just never really I mean I've never been in that headspace the yeah. same as yours where I have to think for myself well not really never but lately because of therapy but I've never mm-hmm. had that chance to like just realize that I have to do this for myself or it's always I want to do this but what if my parents are gonna say no or what if my friends are gonna think are you sure you can do this or you know so well you've always known me as someone who's always has it done with a lot of things so I yeah. think th- this week in therapy I was reminded that it's okay not to be on track all the time like 
it's okay if I don't get to shower at 8 a.m. exactly as long as I get to shower, then that's okay. You know, things like that where they're just very little things, but they really help the, the, what was this? The, what do you call this? The, of life, the, help me out, Hides, please. <laughs> it, really, it really helps the, what do you call this? The process, the, the, the quality, the quality of life. Quality you know? of life, yeah. <laughs> it's just as little as that. And then before, I used to really, um, like, Well, this force myself or pressure myself that I have to wake up at eight so that I can leave for the city at nine or stuff like that. But if I wake up at, for example, eight twenty or eight ten, no, I'm gonna fall off. I'm not gonna attend the lunch out because I'm late. I'm gonna be late. Like I'm always like that. I was always like that. I've never yeah. really, I've never really shared this to anyone. Well, I've never really shared it to a friend. But that was the reason why before I used to like suddenly. Hi, can you please tell everyone that I can't make it because of that? Oh, now I know. <laughs> it's because of that. And then um, I think that's when recently, well, not recently, since I started therapy, I learned that it was because of my OCD where I have to have things planned. And then if, if like one thing doesn't follow, like for example, I have to be in the bus by nine. 9 a.m. What if I'm in the bus by 9.15? Like, oh, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. But I'm gonna be super late. I mean, that is just so weird. And then now, hearing from you that it's important to somehow, well, not really somehow, but it's important to think that it doesn't really matter what, what you're, I mean, it doesn't really matter that you have to to follow your plan like I have to be a lawyer right now yeah as long as you still have it in your heart or in your mind that you want to be a lawyer then you can do it any other time that's more comfortable for you rather than really pressuring yourself that I have to do this yeah. right now yeah. because you know it's just yeah. crazy hides <laughs> and, and that's so important um you realize that when you do things and you don't like doing things it doesn't work So you really have to understand like, oh, um, I don't like doing this. So why force yourself to do it? Life is too short to be doing things that you don't want to do. Um, <laughs> right? Um, and I, I very much relate to you saying that when it's 9.15, I don't want to do it. For me, it's different. It's like if I, I was in a headspace where if I don't work out before 7.00, I would like hate myself. I would like literally be very, very hard on myself. And it's just lately that I'm realizing that it's so important um, how you speak to yourself or how you talk to yourself because it affects your your mindset all throughout the day and, and how you go about your life. Um, it's so important to be kinder to yourself. So, I mean, the world is already very, you know, the, your parents are already judgmental. Your friends are already very judgmental. Yeah. So. So why why are you hating yourself this much also and be judgmental to yourself? Why not just, you know, cut yourself some slack and and and, and do what makes you comfortable at the time that you feel comfortable? Why force yourself? We're always so I think we're always so 
conscious about the timeline like oh my my dad especially my dad my dad is like gotta be a lawyer by 24 gotta be a lawyer by 24 but I don't want to I can't be a lawyer by 24 it's not working right now (laughs) and and I feel like that subconsciously you know puts in a lot of weight in our in our heads and, and and it doesn't help it doesn't help it doesn't allow you to enjoy the journey it, it won't give you satisfaction while you're going through the journey. And at the end of the day, it's not going to help you um, achieve what you want. It's, it's positivity is, is very, very important if you're trying to do something and, and understanding that you actually want this bad enough and that you enjoy the journey and the process of doing it. Oh my gosh, Hides. You're still the Heidi I know. <laughs> I haven't really changed. It's 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 like yeah. mindset. mindset. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? It's easy to think that someone is this already or someone changed because of the way they are perceived on social media. Have you ever yeah. been like so annoyed that people would think, "Ah, oh, Heidi isn't the Heidi anymore because she's doing this or she's doing that." Oh my God! Yes, I I hear this. You know, you know, L, right? Um, yeah, we're yeah. always together, and and you know, she interacts with some of her classmates sometimes, and then I I hear that oh, um, they think that I don't hang out with them anymore because I only hang out with um, high class people. I'm like, no, no, you can still ask me to go out and get drinks, and maybe, maybe I'll say yes to Red Horse, maybe, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm still I'm still the same person. It, it nothing has changed. I think what has changed is where I'm at, but I'm I'm still the same. Still. I really think I think people like people it's easy for people to think that way because rather than really talking to the person, they would talk about the person behind that person's back instead of like, hey, how are you? Are you still doing this? Or hi, can you yeah. give me like advice? Yeah. I think that's why I do that to my close friends. Like, I do it to you. I do it to Ben. Like, hey, how are you? Do you think I should do this? I should do that? Because I think it's also important that I ask them how they, what they're thinking about what I'm going to do or what I'm doing with my life because you've seen the way I was before. So it would Mm -hmm. be easier for you to compare that, oh, this girl has already done this before. Why is she going back to this, doing that? So I think it's, I don't really talk to a lot of, people like I keep my circle very small you've always been like (laughs) (laughs) especially now I only talk to you I talk to Belle I talk to Shimbi like I have very few close friends left even if I don't really like hang out with any of you but (laughs) because I know that if I need you you're always going to be there for me and if you need me you know, like things like that. So I've never thought that um, Heidi's like this, Heidi's like that. So rather than like thinking, oh, Heidi won't hang out with me anymore because like this and like that, I would rather, Heidi, like, would you want to hang out or are you still game for eating like McDonald's or something? Yeah, of course. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> you know, it's, been, it's so fun to like reminisce sometimes and um, compare just compare like how it was before. Yeah. Yeah. If if ever our friends would listen or, or see this, like just message me. That's always the thing. They don't like, you know, you you message me. They no one really like 
can ask. They just assume that, oh, she's not going to hang out with us anymore. Like, okay, did you ask me? Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, especially you, me, and Steve, we've always had that kind of connection where I know what you're thinking or I know this girl hasn't changed. I know that she's still like this. Even if we don't really talk for, let's say, a year and then we're just looking at your pictures as like, oh, I know, like, I know how what this girl is thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what would be interesting? To have Steve in one of these. <laughs> Steve yeah. is, yeah, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. We used to hang out at that bar in Ayala. 93rd. 93rd. Yeah, yeah that was our favorite. And it was always our, our go-to. Oh, my it's God. budget 93rd. <laughs> yeah oh my it's so nice to like see you I mean you haven't really changed because you've always been the go-getter it's just that now you're like on a different level kind of go-getter yeah but I'm still I'm still trust me I'm still the same yeah. person it's, it's just how it looks but really it's it's always been the same foundations I had even when we were in college do you still so get like, annoyed when oh sorry do you still get annoyed when um I mean, do you still think about the way people think about you or not anymore, really? No, because what they think about me is none of my business. Um, What's important is what I think of myself and what the people that are in my circle think about me, because that's the only thing I feel responsible for. But everyone else who... I know what they said about me. It's it's not... (laughs) It's not going to be news to me. It doesn't Before, it used to affect me. Now, it's just, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing me. And I've always known I was different. Um, but there's no point in ch- trying to change that. And and I have you guys who accept me and understand me for who I am, even if I'm insane or crazy sometimes with the things yeah. that I do. But that's all That's all that matters to me. And well, you've always get... been a crazy girl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know you were just even if you were just red horse Heidi before like you're like red horse red horse red horse but then now that it's like <laughs> wine Heidi you're still yeah. the same Heidi it's just the preference has to change but you're still pretty- essentially the same yeah yeah oh my god we should hang out oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get drinks with you again it's so nice, no? Like, I haven't really, I haven't, I think it's only you and Belle that I keep in constant communication with and sometimes Sam and Steve. Yeah. Because For I me, just, it's... Yeah, go on. Yeah. Sorry. Because, I mean, it's easy because you've seen me before and it's easier, like what I said, like what I always keep on saying, it's easier for me to also... um see see what has changed in me if I talk to the people who saw me before yeah yeah like, that makes sense. I forgot this I'm not sure if it was a quote or a phrase but you remember the thing like about the broomstick like you have a new broomstick but it doesn't really polish the same way as your old broomstick used to yeah yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. something like that yeah it's it's really um I, I get what you mean. It's it's important to um, talk about your life with people you're familiar with and yeah. who've known you 
the real you that even if things around you have changed essentially you're still you and so those people will understand you better than the ones that you know you just meet now and i think that's why we always go back to seek you to everyone in that group <laughs> to everyone in that group because we really really went through a lot um i think in 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 that group i talked to you and and steve Um, because you know yeah. the, the three of us have always been yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit straight to the face yeah yeah straight to the point no bullshit yeah. don't don't go around me no <laughs> yeah and it's still the same it's still the same I you know, to so, it's so refreshing to talk to you because it's like because when other people get to the to the certain stage or phase that they want to be they just change like they just change yeah yeah i get that i recently approached one um friend of ours like schoolmate of ours and that person has been is in a different stage in in in, in her his life i don't want to name names and and, and, they, and i don't want to name names but they're just they're just different they're just different Um, it's not like, it's not like us, like, you know, oh, I need help, blah, blah, blah. And we're just like, oh, okay, what do you need? And this, this person yeah. is just like, um, okay, I'll try. I'll and it's like, why, why do you have to be fake to say no? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Right? It's, it's like, rather than like stringing that person on, why don't you just say no? Wow, Heinz. I'm just still so amazed by you. Like, oh. I'm so This is going to sound very chummy, but I'm really so proud to be your friend. Aw, you're sweet, kid. <laughs> like, really. I'm proud to be your friend, too. You're always encouraging me to, like, oh, you should write a blog, you should do a podcast, you should do a vlog. Because I really think a lot oh of people can learn a lot of things from you. Really. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are just some things that you tell me, and then up to this day, I don't forget them. So I think that other people would also benefit from that nugget of wisdom. So that's why I always encourage you that, hi, you can do it. Come on, start a vlog, start a vlog, do a podcast. Yeah. I think it has more impact on you because you you know me from from when we were very young up until up until this point. Um, wait, sorry. Can I just get this for, for a second? No problem. Work me just. You've seen work me just top is business below <laughs> is still the same person. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. Hans, do you live alone? Or I do live alone. Oh, like every Um, um, I lived with my best friend when I was living in Panglao for about six months oh yeah I remember I remember yeah. everyone thinks he's my boyfriend but no he's, he's my best friend he's oh. actually my best friend <laughs> your niece's crush <laughs> my niece's crush yeah that, that's my best friend um yeah, yeah we had a house and then when we moved back here I, I I'm not in the right phase in my life to be living with other people so <laughs> I, I like I like my privacy and my space. Wait, one last question. What oh made, I thought you were gonna like 
move to Bohol, move back to Bohol entirely. And then when you move it back to Cebu, I was like, oh, what is this girl doing with her life again? I thought she moved <laughs> out entirely and then now she's moving back in. Um, uh, oh, that was crazy. I actually wanted to start, because, uh, you know, I'm also in real estate. Um, I, have a li- I have my license and I wanted... I actually have my own real estate company where I manage uh, several properties for an, a German investor. But and then I thought like, oh, why am I only managing this, these properties when I could be doing my own brokerage? And when we were in Panglao, it was supposedly like a four month thing, you know, because Cebu was in a lockdown and um, I needed, I was in my apartment for like three months and it was getting I felt very claustrophobic, you know, I was just seeing the same thing every day. And then when the opportunity came to go back to Bohol, we just went. And this is a whole story. Sorry, this is just a sign up. What happened. <laughs> and then when, so we went to Panglao and we stayed in Panglao. And then we saw that the real estate market there wasn't that developed. Cool. And so being me and being who I am like you know what we can do this we can we can start our own real estate brokerage and and um and do better do better than what's actually here because everyone there was just like mom and pop shops everyone was doing real estate no one was actually like legit doing real estate and then I met like a, a lot of good people who were like oh like you know sell my property list my property and and then we did but sadly the circumstances right now with the pandemic is you know the real estate market is not really doing well and so after like eight months of doing that and it not really doing um giving us the ROI that we expected we were just like you know what let's let's put a pause in this and we'll pick it right back up once the borders are open so I thought I really thought I was gonna move there I love you know I've always been a beach girl and I love Banglao and and you know it's just it just didn't make sense anymore and it, it got honestly it got to small town for me <laughs> yeah it's different when you're in a city because you have a certain level of anonymity but if you're if you're living in a province it's everyone knows you everyone knows what you're doing and, and oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. At, at, you know and, and, and for example if you're in, in a school setting everyone knows what you're doing and yeah. it, at some level it makes you uncomfortable um so uh, with all of that we were just like okay let's let's move back to Cebu I miss the city I miss dressing up I miss having reason to dress up to just go and and get drinks you know um oh so, wait yeah, that was that I know crazy. I said one last question <laughs> no 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 it's okay. but, but with like you have a lot of things going on and aren't you didn't you ever get scared that what if I was going to leave something out because I'm going to start this one? Um, that crossed my mind. But um, when I want something, I want something. And I will always do whatever I can to make it mine or make it happen. <laughs> that applies in business and other things in my life. <laughs> but that has always yeah. been me. And, and that... So I was never scared. I was always like, you know what? I might not be um, the most experienced in real estate because I've only done property management, not really brokerage. Mm-hmm. But I will do everything I can to be an expert in this field. So 
I studied and I got my accreditation and yeah, just, just do what you can to make it happen. You don't have to know everything. No one knows everything. Even the most experienced ones don't know everything. And that's why when you graduate law school, it's called like a, a practice. When you graduate medical school, it's called a practice because you're never an expert or professional. It's always a constant learning. It's never like, oh, I'm going to know everything. No, it's not the case. This is why you have to start your podcast, Hides. Oh my God. (laughs) You just know, you don't even know that you know a lot of things, like life-wise. Yeah. Like you're just so, you don't even know how good you are at navigating through life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I swear. Like you have all of the wisdom nuggets that you need and you don't even know how like for example like me for other people who struggle to find it by themselves mm-hmm. and then you just have it <laughs> just like that i i think for you you just you just have to understand what you want and when you're ready just do it just do it don't look back yeah and then the rest the rest will just fall into place People are so scared. Like, oh, what if I do this and, and it doesn't work? So it doesn't work. Then you, you know what me. Yeah. Then, then, then you re strategize. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to do this and this has to work. That's not life. Some things will, will fail. And then if it fails, then okay. Then you re strategize. You think about other things to do. There's a billion things to do. You, you can't just do one thing. Yeah. You know, that's me, right? Like, I'm always high. I don't yeah. want to do this, but I'm scared. Yeah. Like, I'm always scared to do something. I don't What's know the- if it's because I'm scared to fail or it's because I'm scared to see other people see me fail. Ah, that's, yeah. yeah that's that- something you need to get. Um, that's something yeah. you need to consider. Not care about what other people think about you. Yeah. You know yeah. that I used to pressure myself that I don't have to think about what other people think of me, but I think um, when the more I pressure myself, the more it's harder for me to like actually practice. So n- now I've realized that everything is like what you said. Everything really is a practice. Everything is a learning process. You don't, you don't be gaff just the next day. Yeah. It's it's a practice. It's a constant yeah. practice. Yeah. And sometimes you think. Um, Oh, I don't care anymore. And then I have days when I care, especially when, you know, I dress. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm always very provocative, according to other people. But there are, there are days where I feel conscious. And there are days where, you know what, this is how I feel comfortable dressing and presenting myself, especially because I'm in a such a professional industry. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I, I overthink it. But then I, I, in a grander scheme of things, I always think like, oh, this is going to matter in the next five hours. This is going to matter in the next 24 hours. Probably not. So like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm just going to wear whatever I want. <laughs> you know, I was happy to see you like dress the way you've always wanted to because before you said you, well, you come from a very conservative family. Yes. So like when um, I saw that you finally, oh, go Heidi. You're finally doing what you've always wanted to do. Yeah. And at, at the time, I, it wasn't, it doesn't make sense because, you know, I was a different size in when we were in college. 
didn't make sense yet. Now I'm just loving my body and, and showing the hard work that has come with the body that I have now. Do you still get insecure like of your body or have you fully like accepted everything? I mean like accept not really accepted but you've worked hard to get to where you are now and do you think it's what do you say? Do you think it's something that you're already comfortable with, or do you still want to like? I want to be a size smaller. I want to do. I want to be this. I want to be that. I, before, um, before I met my best friend, it was actually my best friend uh, Marcel who um, woke me up to that mindset. Because before, I would still feel like an elephant in the room, even when like I lost like. 10 kilos already I would still be like oh I'm so fat and then when I look at my pictures I would still think am, am I really not am I really that small I don't think I'm that small I think I'm so big you know and then he was like what are why are you wearing that you have such a nice it's body like imposter <laughs> syndrome thing yeah it's like an imposter syndrome thing and it was actually him that like, you know, you worked hard for where you are right now. And I, and, and, and I know that you still feel like you're like this, but that's not you anymore. Like it, it took you so many years to be where you are right now. And, and you have to embrace that. But sometimes I do have, I still have insecurities with regards to my weight, but I also realize that it's really like a catch 20. It's, 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 it's a never ending game. You're always gonna want you're always gonna want to be somebody else like why is not okay for you to just be you you know um and it's very definitive because we're all we're, we're all different beauty is subjective beauty is beauty is in the eye of the beholder but more importantly beauty is what you think of yourself and how you see yourself rather than how other people see you and I think that's also another practice that I, I have been trying to um, uh, deal with and just accepting who I am and what I am and who I am and what I am is enough. Well, and that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I really like how you still accept that there are still things that you need to improve on, but it doesn't mean that although you know you have a lot of things to improve on, you're not disregarding your effort yeah. to get to where yeah. you already are. Yeah. Good Love advice. and acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> Love and acceptance, yeah. No one's perfect, so why try to be, you know? Hides. I yeah, miss, I miss so talking to you like this. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. I, I hope we can hang out soon and talk more. Yeah. We're always like chatting very randomly, but then we never yeah. like just like catch up conversations. And it's very refreshing. Very refreshing. I think I haven't really missed out on a lot of things in your life because somehow we still take the time to update each other of the very important things. Let's yeah. say I'm doing this, I'm moving to Bohol or I'm going back to the city, you know, or like hides, I'm I'm doing freelance now, I'm not anymore working corporate, like you know, things like that. So it's not really something like I'm like, oh Heidi's this already. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, how is that for you though? How is that going on for you, the, the freelancing thing? You told me it's, it's going really well. It's, um, I don't really call it like exactly freelancing anymore because I'm working with, uh, although it's work, it's a work from home setup, I'm working with a company who offers like, who offers um, to settle the premium, uh, government premiums, there are certain ah, okay. benefits. So it's just somehow like a work from home setup. So okay. um, I think it's it has done really wonders for my mental health because I realized that I'm not really, I'm not really a, an extrovert. Like I'm generally an introvert. I was just trying for the longest time to be an extrovert. But I realized that there's really nothing wrong with being antisocial. Like before, we just used to just, oh, you're antisocial. Like you become antisocial. social club. Yeah. And then now, and then now I realized that there's really nothing wrong with just enjoying the company of the people who matter the most to you. I think I'm really one of the people who enjoy intimacy more than being in a very large crowd. But I do understand that other people are very extroverted. They need to talk to, um, they need to meet new people all the time, which is really, I'm like, oh, good for you. But for me, I can never do that. And then now I'm just fine with being myself. I don't need to be an extrovert also. I'm just, I'm just me, you know. That's good. And that's always, that's, that's how it should be. You should understand what you want, what you like, what you're comfortable with, and just do it. Stop feeling pressured about everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I think, I'm not sure if it's, it's with age or it's also because you eventually get tired of trying to adapt to social norms. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think you haven't really missed out on the important things in my life because I always hide like randomly hide I'm doing this or like yeah yeah hide it's a talking to you yeah yeah um, I really enjoyed this um we should do this more often we should do one with Steve we should do one with with Steve definitely with Steve oh my god Steve (laughs) hide thank you so much yeah thank you also I really appreciate like you inviting me and I I love that we're doing this and then catching up also that's the important thing for me do a podcast now so a lot of you oh my God, here we go again it's like oh you do a blog oh my god I haven't touched my blog in over a year yeah. I do have stuff but I I just I just couldn't uh, find the time to edit um but we'll see we'll see we'll see <laughs> other because I really think that other people would really benefit from knowing that you've also worked hard to be where you're at now. Yeah, yeah. I I, I do want to do that, of course. Um, It's just a matter of timing and finding the time. (laughs) I love that. But I will, and thank you for encouraging me. You're you're always like, go, go for it. (laughs) That's it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Take care. I love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Take care.